This is John 1, 1 to 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. And thank you, Andy, um, as well. Uh, hi. Hi. Thank you for that one person who said hello. Um, we're going to talk for a minute about Chris Dingles. Um, does anybody know where Chris Dingles started? Johnny. Germany, that is right. Our first recorded use of Chris Dingles in Germany um, many, many years ago. We actually have no idea where this very odd tradition came from. Um, and every year, we come to a Christingle service, and me and Melissa come to plan the Christingle service sometime in October, way before we start feeling Christmassy. And every year, I think to myself, is this the oddest thing that Christians do? And you know what? I'm not honestly sure. I'm, it's probably not, but that just says more about Christians than anything else. Um, but this year, we're just going to think about our Chris Dingle. For the next kind of five minutes, we're going to think about Chris Dingle. Because the Chris Dingle is a symbol that we use to tell a story. And it's a symbol of God's story that we tell. So we're going to have a little story time this evening. Are you ready? I'm going to tell you a story. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Only the grandparents get that reference. That's fine. Um, and people who watch Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> in the beginning... There was nothing. It was dark. There was nothing that existed. There was only darkness. And into this darkness, there was God. And God decided to make the world. Now, I have no idea, except for the spherical nature of an orange, why we use an orange to represent the world. But that is what we do. God made the world. He made the whole world and everything in it. In fact, not just the world. God made the stars. He made the sun. He made the Milky Way, the whole universe. He made everything out of the darkness. And you know, the first thing that he said into that darkness was, let there be light. And once there was light, he made everything. And he saw that it was good, and he was very pleased with it. In fact, God didn't just make the world, he also filled the world with all kinds of good things. In fact, God wanted to provide for his world, and he filled it with all sorts of good things. And because um, they're excellent, we remember this by sweets. Um, we used to put fruit on here, but what we found was literally nobody ate the raisins. And we would just have lots of Christingles with raisins left on them at the end. So this year, 100% sweets. Um, to remind us that God filled the world with all kinds of good things. All the food that we eat, all the nature that we enjoy, all the beauty that is around us. God is a God of provision. And he wanted there to be enough in the world for everyone to have it. He didn't just make the world and leave it as is. He filled it with all kinds of good things. And at the end of that time of creation, at the end of that time of creation, God looked 
and he saw that it was good and he was pleased with what he had made and he took a day of rest which is my favorite thing that God has ever done he took a day of rest because it was so good and the world was full of so many excellent things and into the world he put human beings and he said look at all that I have made for you it is wonderful enjoy it and look after it and make more of it so that it will grow and become even more wonderful and enjoy everything I have made for you um, but then we get to the sad part of the story because the human beings weren't content with the world that they had been given um, and all that it had. In fact, they started to fight over all that God had provided. They decided that it wasn't good for everybody to have all of the provision of God. Um, and so they started to treat each other horribly. They stole from each other. They were cruel to each other. They rejected God and his way of being. And they filled the world with darkness. And it became very sad because all of a sudden people weren't listening to God anymore. They weren't listening to each other anymore. Their relationships were all broken. Some people didn't have enough. Some people had too much. Um, and the world became a little bit broken. And that sounds like a sad story, doesn't it? That's not very Christmassy. Sarah's being a bit depressing this evening. Like, that's not, that's not good. That's not what you came for, right? You came for a feel-good Christmas service. Hey. Hi. It's because I've got the sweets. <laughs> Suddenly the focus of everyone's attention. It sounds like a sad story. And the thing is that this is not a sad story. It's Christmas. This is a happy story. It has a happy ending. We're just at the sad bit in the middle. You see, darkness had come back into the world and it was not good. And there was pain and hurt and greed. And all of this um, was really sad. However, the one big thing that we know about God is that God loves us and that's why mine's already pre-made with the ribbon because i was really worried about it sticking to my fingers um we know that god loves us and so we have this ribbon as a representation of god's love for us you will notice that it does not end as you go around your christingle it is an eternal circle of love god's love is so big that it encompasses the whole world even at its weakest times even at its darkest moments God still loves the whole entire world. His love for the world is greater than any of the darkness in it. No matter what we have done, no matter who we are, God loves us and wants to know us. And God saw the darkness and he didn't want the world to be that way and so he sent his son, Jesus. And this is what we remember at Christmas, how God's son, the baby Jesus, came to earth and was born and was laid in a manger. I always end up saying he was born in a manger. That's not accurate. He was born and he was laid in a manger. Because God wanted us to know that he loves us. And so he said the most precious thing he had, his own son, to come to earth to know us. That we would know God for ourselves. I spoke to the youth group this morning and I said to them, have you ever spent time with a human baby? They're teenagers, so most of them haven't spent that much time with a human baby. Put your hands up if you spent time with a human baby. Are they not just the most pathetic thing you've ever seen? Like, I mean, come on. Like, other animals have babies that can, like, walk and talk and take care of themselves. Human babies cannot do that. They sit there and they poo themselves. Like, they are like, the saddest thing. Like, baby elephants, I mean... 
mummy elephants are pregnant for like two full years, so the payoff also doesn't seem that great. But baby elephants are born able to walk and keep up with the tribe and look after themselves. Human babies can't do anything. Like, they can't even clean up their own poo. They can't feed themselves. They can't crawl. They can't talk. They just cry. Um, and I say this, my daughter is over there. She's very beautiful. I loved her very much, even when she was a baby. It's all okay. But a baby's not a bit ridiculous. The Son of God came to earth as a baby. Like, that is miraculous and insane. So much was God's love for us that he was willing to come to earth and be born as a baby in the form of Jesus, to know us and to walk with us and to know our pain and to exist in our darkness. And Jesus, when he lived on earth, he knew that. He knew siblings he didn't get on with. He knew what it was to have somebody be cruel to him and unkind. He knew what it was to have people lie about him and tease him. And eventually he knew what it was to have people hate him so much that they killed him. They put him up on a cross and they killed him. And Jesus willingly went to that cross and died on that cross because of how much love he had for us. You see, he saw all the darkness and he knew something had to be done about it. He knew there had to be a way to bring light into that darkness. And so when he hung on that cross, he took on himself all the darkness in the world. And he took it all into himself and he paid the price for us. And this is what we remember at Easter. I'm even gonna have a video that shows that one. It's gonna come up in a second. And when Jesus died on that cross, he brought light back into the world, which seems unlikely that a death would bring light back into the world. It doesn't seem very realistic. But you see, because Jesus died, we know that the price has been paid for everything wrong that we have done. We know that there is hope. The Bible passage that we read talks about how unto us a child is born, that Jesus' birth and his death was a gift for us that we would know a God who was a prince of peace. He came to bring light back into the world, to bring healing to all of the pain, to all of the awfulness. Now, perhaps if you're a grown up in this room and you've read the news recently, or really any time ever in human history, um, you will notice that the world does not seem to be a hugely peaceful place. And yet we have faith and hope in Jesus, the light of the world, that when his kingdom comes in its fullness on earth, we will know peace, that we can be part of that peace. And you know what's really um, special about Christmas is Christmas is always a time of invitation. We invite our family to come visit, whether we want them to or not. Um, we invite our friends to come around. We invite them to church and we come to services we wouldn't normally come to. And all of that is because Christmas comes with an invitation. And it's an invitation to know Jesus for yourself. It's an invitation to come in and meet the light in the world. And that we can choose to ignore that because Christmas is fun without Jesus. We can choose to focus on the presents and the celebrations and the songs and the Cliff Richard of it all and just enjoy all of that. But it still comes with an invitation. 
We can choose to accept God's story that was written for us. We can choose to say sorry for all the ways we contribute to the darkness. And we can choose to accept God's light. And the beautiful thing about Chris Dingle is there's not just one Chris Dingle that we do up the front of the service and everybody has to stare at the one. Everybody gets a Chris Dingle. We all get to be part of the light. And it's a picture of how we all invited to be part of the light ourselves. Because when we accept Jesus and when we give our lives to God, something really special happens. We get to be part of the light in the world as well. It's not just Jesus bringing light. We get to be part of adding light which means we go into our schools and our families and our workplaces and we love the people in those places the way Jesus loved them. We get to bring light into dark places. And the more of us there are, the more light that we bring. It's a really exciting time, Christmas. Even when it's the darkest season of the year, we decorate our houses. We refuse to give in to the darkness and we say, this time my house is going to be filled with decorations and it's going to be a place of light and joy. And it's important that we know we have the opportunity to do that in our hearts as well this Christmas and every Christmas. Um, I'm going to blow this out because I'm really worried I'm going to set something on fire. Um, And then I'm going to pray. Um, And if you'd like to join me in praying, can I invite you to close your eyes for a moment? You might like to bow your heads. Um, Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for this world. Thank you that you made so much incredible stuff here. Thank you for all the provisions you give us. For everything that we have in our lives. Thank you for all that you have given us in the world. Thank you for all we look forward to about Christmas. For the food that we will eat and the presents we'll receive and the loved ones that we will spend time with. Thank you for Christmas celebrations. And God, we think about our world and we are sorry for the bits of our world that do not know peace. We are sad, Lord, when we think about people who will not know calm this Christmas. We are sad for those um, who will only know war and distress. God, you sent your son to be the prince of peace. We pray for miracles that we might see peace come to areas that only know war. To families and to lives that are devastated and sad. We pray for our leaders, Lord, that they might have wisdom and guidance and some of your heart for all those who are grieving this Christmas. And Lord, we pray for ourselves. We are sorry for all the ways that we contribute to the darkness, for the unkind words that we have thought or said, for the unkind things that we have done, for the good things we know we should have done that we have left undone. We are sorry, Lord, and we ask your forgiveness. God, for the sake of your son, please forgive us. Help us to be like him, to bring light into the world this Christmas. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Melissa.